Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's ready for January 6th hearing week? Happy hour. That's right. Oh, we have some man meat for you. Uh Glenn Kirshner. You got me the Glenn Kirshner and Hal Sparks. Yeah, I did. We got the smart, the funny, the hot. Hot. Right? It's a, we're all excited. We're all whipped up into a frenzy. <laughs> a frenzy. Well, Glenn Kirshner says justice is coming. Oh, yeah. And so is Stephanie. Right there. Can, won't that be fantastic? And Hal Sparks. A lot of spontaneous uh, orgasms. And Just a lot of hair. willy-nilly. Yeah. And a lot of hair. Yeah. He was, he was, he was working some elven hair, hair this yeah, week. Yeah, he had some sort of... Yeah. Top he, that was he straight a, out of Lord of the Rings. Pony. That was some Lord of the Rings. You know, yes, Lord of the there. Rings... Uh, look this week okay but it's a i'm just saying it's a lot of happy so get because you know you're gonna be coming one way or another along with justice here it is oh, glenn kirshner and Hal sparks enjoy delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs a gripping murder mystery starring academy award winner russell crowe now available on digital Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. All right. 
You really were? Yeah. That's amazing. You yeah. missed the hour That's... one story. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah. I, I waited until I was a thousand year olds to tie a dating app for the first time in my life. And of all people, I was I was uh, the target of a Russian honeypot. Went on for six weeks calling, texting, blah, blah, blah. And then finally last week was, oh, can you? Uh, can I give you my bank information so that you can make this, <laughs> this financial? One, one in right. 20, they say, which I, and congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. I, Thank you. Yeah, I'm very yeah. proud. Yeah, I'm very proud. I mean, they had, you know, you know, the asking for your bank information was no, a way no, of hers. Just, she wanted to give me oh. hers so I could make a financial uh, transaction yeah. for well, her. Yeah, you know, uh, There's a yeah. scam there somewhere. We don't, yeah. we can't figure it out, but I, there is I one. I think that's a way to jettison the whole thing. I think the plan was to get you to send her some, you know, some verified nudes so they could mess with you and you, and, and I don't think you're there yet. No, the, no, no, right. No. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, I would be, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm notoriously like, you know, three picks in. I'm like, what part do you need to <laughs> see to, to get this going? How do we get this rolling? That's why it was great that there was never any dating apps around, you know, of any measure back then. You know, I had to draw, I had to send drawings. I had to do yes. personal Caveman drawings. Like, yeah. It was like my own Titanic moment. I was <laughs> just sketching in a mirror. Um, <laughs> That's how long ago made, you started on the internet? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Draw me like uh, one of your French girls. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Mm. That's right. Um, well, c- congratulations. Thank uh, you. I think that Thanks. means you've made it. Looks like you've made it. Yes, I'm <laughs> officially the dumbest woman alive. Thank you. Very no, much. no, no. Thank You're you. officially. Although in every the hair did stand on my neck, and I said, oh, no, absolutely not. Will I do that? Will I make a financial transaction for you? But it was like six it, weeks of, right, uh, calling and texting and, you know, lesbian stuff. Love. Oh, she yeah. said, I love you. Spend our lives together you blah, haul. Blah. right you haul blah blah right uh well okay. you know i mm. i uh, you know growing up in kentucky i i've been actually catfished <laughs> with an actual cat for real yeah, yeah exactly i mean it's like Noodling. You know, it, happened while I, <laughs> it happened while i was swimming it was an accident for both of us and yet um <laughs> you are a delight okay so yeah the other so, bombshells right. from this week of course are I don't know. Where'd you like to start? I don't know. U.S. Marshals oh, the, choose the, seizing voting machines. The president putting a hit out on the vice president. Where would you like to start? with? Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, uh, it's still, are we going to find out this week who brought the wood to build the yes. gallows on the Capitol grounds? Like that, right. of all the things. And, and hashtag yes. where's Caden? So there was a kid. I don't know if you know this, but in some of the footage, there, one of the uh, Jan Six rioters, as I covered it on on my live stream and uh, as it was going down, there was this guy wandering around who was trying to break in and stuff. And he had brought his ten year old with him, this kid Caden, and lost him in the crowd. Oh, still don't know what happened to that oh, kid. Okay. Uh, hashtag where's Caden? Yeah, and are there um, is there a gallows yeah. gallows are us where you buy them ready made? Yeah, exactly. Or are those, I'm, yeah. I mean, somebody had to watch a YouTube video to figure out how yeah. to, you know, construct a scaffolding like that or whatever, unless they had construction people. But I would argue that the the most fun part for me, besides the fact that Navarro was, you know, complaining about leg irons, was, yeah. was the fact that in, it is increasingly, it's going to come out a bunch this week, that all the which Trump advisors thought he was full of crap. Thought it wouldn't work, but went along with it anyways, and are now distancing themselves to protect themselves from the Jan Six uh, committee and the legal, you know, implications from it, and the people who are going to be all in because Trump is going to be chewing the heads off of a lot of these people based on the testimony they gave to the Jan Six committee, even if in public they've been lying on his behalf, from Kevin McCarthy to Steve Bannon, all this crowd, a lot of what they've said, both their texts. 
you know, during the time and since then are going to come out. And a lot of the conversations that they've had with the committee are going to be shown. And he's going to blow his top and it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Well, this is in the waning days of the Trump administration after the election was lost. Senate preparing to certify the results. Former uh, Vice President Pence was one of a wide array of White House insiders hoping that Trump would accept his fate and leave quietly instead of creating the chaos that eventually broke out. Really? Oh, wow. They're they're <laughs> they're bigger. They're more naive and yeah. hopeless than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pence chief of staff Mark Short called the head of Pence's Secret Service detail to express fears that Pence might be in danger as uh, Trump ramped up his uh, criticism of him. Um, it put Pence in the camp of those who once again were hoping that Trump would fizzle out before he blew up. Um, I just love all of this. When Pence told Trump he couldn't go through with the plan, uh, the president said, no, no, no. You betrayed us. I made you. You were nothing. <laughs> Your career is over if you do this. It's like a dinner theater Fantastic. version of the Godfather of Godfather 4, the un, the. the the unknown territory. <laughs> Here's no, okay, let's workshop this. <laughs> All right, Chairman Schiff. Uh, we're aiming at people, an audience, frankly, that still has an open mind about these facts. Yeah. Uh, we want to counter uh, the continuing propagation of big lies, and, and that's that's what our goal is. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even know which is more bombshelly. In the weeks leading up to the January sixth assault. An attorney with ties to the Trump campaign was circulating a memo with plans to block the certification of the Electoral College votes. Chesborough, he's new. Kenneth Chesborough, oh. that guy. Uh, he uh, had detailed <laughs> plans that would put uh, Pence, uh, it would, oh, would uh, delete, right, Mike Pence's, the, it, that's where Chuck Grassley would step in. Uh, the email subject line read brief notes on the president of the Senate strategy. Uh, Chesborough warned Pence to recuse himself, and then that Chuck Grassley would be in charge, right? Of, mm-hmm. This was very I, detailed. I, 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 I'll be in charge of counting of votes. I, I, yeah, Chuck Grassley is on, on the job. After and I boil some to, little rabbits. Absolutely. We're going to come on down there. Listen here. Settle down. You get a corn cob pipe, and that means you're an elector. Pass. They're all in the bucket. Grab one. He's uh, like Chuck Grassley is a it missed his calling as a early '50s Disney character in a cartoon. <laughs> that that said, the greatest thing about this is, and I would like to remind everyone while they're watching these things as they go on, that all of these attempts, while horrifying attacks on our democracy, yes, were attempted by the biggest idiots on the planet. (laughs) Literally, the strategic minds that were impressed by Vladimir Putin's strategic thinking. These folks literally are the perfect people to try and attempt this because not only did they show their butt to the entire world in the process, but they failed miserably at doing it. And the worst shock against our democracy in 150 years uh, was uh, a a fart in a bag. (laughs) They just basically ran up on the steps, popped it, and then went home. Yep. I love that. Okay, my point is, though, that's this is what they're getting ready. They're trying to do it better and smarter the next time. This is exact. That's why this is they chilling. Won't be able to. And there's got to be accountability because it's. I, yeah, it's we, we, I, I agree. I agree. But I will tell you this: there is no smarter next time. There is no better contrived yeah. version of this because anybody that could contrive it even one percent better wouldn't try it. Because it's insanity. There's a huge yeah. When they say alternate electors, it's fraudulent electors. They're not alternate. They're electors that that don't represent what the people voted for. It's like your honor. I'd like to bring in my own alternate jurors, if I could. Uh, Mostly family. They're all my family, right? And my and my co-conspirators. People who owe me money. A couple of them are witnesses. Yes, your honor. 
Ironically, they've been subpoenaed by the prosecution, but I, I think that's unfair, and I think they should be disqualified because they are now jurors on my, oh my, on my magic court. Well, it's interesting. I want to get your take, Hal. And I mean, we talked about this Trump-proofing the presidency. Jamie Raskin yeah. has pushed colleagues on the House Select Committee uh, to ditch the Electoral College uh, to protect future presidential elections against the subversion that Trump and his allies tried to pull off in 2020. Mm. Um, Adam Schiff uh, has indicated his agreement, but is more focused on reforming the Electoral Count Act, which dictates the timeline for states to appoint electors and for them to sus- subsequently cast their presidential votes. Ch- Liz Cheney and Zoe Lofgren are also working on that but i mean if they had done their job and impeached him so he couldn't run again but because they didn't do that right Right. remember mitch mcconnell said oh he hasn't gotten away with anything yeah their courts i mean they're hoping they keep punting it going well we can't do it because the crazy trump voters but the doj should i mean basically mitch mcconnell said the doj should do it he hasn't gotten away with anything that's what we have criminal courts for oh no not impeachment and now here's one yeah Here's one thing that could solve a lot of this, whatever. Pass a, a law that m- gives it automatically five years in jail if you if you fraudulently vote on purpose and 10 years if you deny someone their ju- their vote um, per charge individual. If you stop anyone from voting or limit their ability to vote artificially, willfully and knowingly by brooming them from the electoral you know, rolls or any of that kind of stuff, every person you do that to, automatic 10 years. And, you know, Trump was going to do it about monuments, about statues, automatic 10 years if you if you wreck a statue. Well, wrecking someone's right to vote in the greatest democracy on the planet arguably would be something that uh, would matter uh, on that same scale. And I think it's one of those things where Republicans would have a hard time. They'd vote against it. The Freedom Caucus would vote against it. All these people would freak out because they know that they're the ones actually committing the fraud every time it's found. Yeah. You find Republicans at the end of it's it. A Trump voter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, here's uh, Kevin McCarthy, who there was a story recently that reporters just won't say how dumb as he is. <laughs> but they all know he's dumb as yeah. mm-hmm. bag of hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK, I, I did receive a subpoena and uh, I, I requested I asked for information. Eleven pages. Uh, I sent a letter to this committee. I sent a letter to this committee a year ago when they asked to talk to me and they never responded. Um, I have. My opinion of the committee has not changed. Because remember what this committee is. Remember Mm. what the purpose is. Mm. First, Nancy Pelosi has broken 232-year history (laughs) of the House by not allowing the minority to appoint anyone to the committee. See, that's what it's like your alternate jury theory. It's like, yes, they would like to appoint everyone that was involved in the crime. Right, yeah. Why can't Nancy Pelosi said maybe Um, not. Have yeah. the other bank robbers. Right. Why Why these specific people? Gee, I, I don't know. You've got, what, 240 members or something like that? And you can even technically bring in people from staff. You could put one of their lawyers on if you wanted to. But, you know, there's all kinds of legal r- wiggle room on, on these investigative committees. And yet, the only people they want to put on are people we're finding out are crucial to the plot. Yes. And, and specifically, in the case of Jim Jordan, we're talking to Trump all day. Yes, yes. Although, as, I, as he I, answered, he's not sure what happened. I'm not, I'm not, when it was. I don't know. Honestly, my head was so full of uh, victims of sexual assault on the wrestling team at Ohio State that I it's, I it's all backed up dealing with that issue that I don't even remember who I called that day. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning. Thank you for doing an emergency appearance on a Wednesday (laughs) since I'm going on vacation tomorrow. Good morning, Steph. Happy to see you on a Wednesday. Yes, me too. Well, I, where do we start? So this is obviously uh, our latest bombshell. A federal judge has ordered a new batch of John Eastman's emails released that includes evidence of another potential crime. Uh, David Carter, U.S. District Judge uh, David Carter, ordered the conservative attorney to disclose 159 documents, including emails and papers related to meetings he held with a secretive group supporting Trump to the House to the House Select Committee. Um, he said Dr. Eastman's actions in these few weeks indicate that his and President Trump's pressure campaign to stop the electoral count did not end with P- Vice President Pence. It targeted every tier of federal and state elected officials, convincing state legislatures to certify competing electors where it was essential to stop the count and ensure President Trump's reelection. Um, he identified a single email that uh, from an unidentified attorney as evidence of a potential crime. He said because the attorney concluded uh, that a negative court filing would tank the January 6th strategy, strategy, he encouraged the legal team to avoid the courts. He said the email cemented the direction of the January 6th plan. The Trump legal team chose not to seek recourse in court. Instead, they forged ahead with a political campaign to disrupt disrupt the electoral count. Lawyers are free not to bring cases. They are not free to evade judicial review to overturn a Democratic election. Accordingly, the portion of the email is subject to the crime fraud exception and must be disclosed. Um, Seems like a pretty big deal to me, Glenn. (laughs) Your thoughts? Another another big deal and yet another announcement by Judge David Carter, a federal judge who I believe, Steph, has been a judge since like the 80s. I, I believe he started as a California state court judge. The man knows his way around a black robe and a judicial ruling. And he continues to tell us in his rulings that Donald Trump and John Eastman committed crimes together, a conspiracy to defraud the United States and an attempt to obstruct an official congressional proceeding. We need to listen to federal judges when they make those kinds of rulings. Well, you've been pretty clear on Twitter that's, you know, caused many shivers up my Oh, no. Stop it. Leg. Stop it. Something. This Thursday represents the beginning of the end for Donald Trump. You said, yes, it's taken too long, but it is coming. Um, You just uh, hang on one more. I was thinking of. um, Yeah. It's, you know. Okay. Let's just say Joyce White Vance also said it is proven very difficult to convince a jury to convict. That makes important to remember that this very conservative Justice Department has decided it has sufficient evidence now on two militia groups. That's the start of the really big deal, right? Seditious conspiracy charges against Proud Boys and the, the Oath Keepers, right? Because that yeah, is, that, that's that, very that, hard to that prove. Was a, that was a big indictment to drop, and it actually, I think, tells us something about the likely coordination between the Department of Justice and the J6 Committee. And, you know, I, I take a slightly different view than my good friend Joyce Vance. Um, I don't think it's all that hard to convince juries to do the right thing once you provide them 
with common sense evidence that a crime has been committed and we can prove corrupt intent by the defendant. We've got that in bucket loads. But this seditious conspiracy indictment against the Proud Boys it is really interesting for a couple of reasons. I, 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 was, I was so interested in it because it came down one day, I believe day before yesterday, it was announced by the Department of Justice, big deal charges, seditious conspiracy for Enrique Tario and four of his underlings. And the very next day, Steph, the J6 committee announced, we will be opening Thursday's hearings by focusing on the seditious conspiracy of the Proud Boys. That's not a coincidence, Steph. That reinforces my belief, which I think you and I have talked about, that the team of former federal prosecutors who are investigating this, um, these crimes for the J6 committee are coordinating with the team of federal prosecutors at the Department of Justice who are investigating it criminally. And this is yet another indication of that. That was not a coincidence that we got Proud Boys seditious conspiracy. And the very next day, J6 saying, by the way, that's how we're opening day after tomorrow. Yeah, well, and you said now indict the leader of the seditious conspiracy. They didn't act by themselves, obviously, Proud Boys. And, and, you know, we go back to the whole stand back and stand by, you know, until that was the the go time, January 6th. Three important data points. And, and Steph, if we deliver these three data points to a jury, we're going to convict Trump. One, he recruited the Proud Boys by telling them to stand by. Stand by means await my further orders. He set the date for the Capitol attack, second data point, come to D.C. on January 6th, will be wild. And he deployed the Proud Boys on January 6th, telling them, go to the Capitol, fight like hell, or you won't have a country. Now go down there and stop the certification. Stop the steal. Donald Trump is the leader of that seditious conspiracy. We just need to get into court and present it to a jury. Yeah. You also, as you put it, you use the T word. You said Congress was attacked. The transfer of presidential power was attacked. Our democracy was attacked by Donald Trump. His angry mob was but a weapon in his hand. However, owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them. We have a name for that. Mm-hmm. Treason. Yep. Um, let, let's get to real quickly. You mentioned uh, Navarro. Um, you, DOJ invites Navarro and Bannon, but not Meadows and Scavina. Here are the three possible reasons the DOJ has gone two for four. Obviously, I mean, Mark Meadows is, I mean, all of the latest reporting, he is really up to Mike Pence's albino eyebrows mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, he was, he's either got to be was... cooperating or he's a target, right? I mean, I can't, yeah. does it make any sense otherwise? You just hit the nail on the head. He's either cooperating or he's a target. Now, rest assured, Steph, the fact that the Department of Justice declined to indict Scavino Scavino and Meadows for the misdemeanor crime of contempt of Congress is not an indication that Mark Meadows is in the clear. It's an indication that there are policies at the Department of Justice that, that sort of counsel that you shouldn't indict a chief of staff or a deputy chief of staff Um, for defying a congressional subpoena, because generally they will have a very robust executive privilege to assert. This was a policy institution reason. I disagree with it, but Mark Meadows was treason central, taking those text messages and phone calls. You know, he was the conduit for all of that to go to the president of the United States so they could continue to craft and refine their plan to kill our democracy. Indictments are coming from Mark Meadows, and he may very well be cooperating. Well, 
Yeah, you are, first of all, speaking of Navarro, you said I was always amused that he gave his criminal acute conduct, acute nickname to his criminal conduct, the Green Bay Sweep. Um, I robbed a bank. If I label my conduct the Tom Brady accelerated withdrawal, I still, you know, committed a crime. Navarro's done. Let's hope he flips on Trump, Meadows, and company. Um, what do you think the chances are of that? What I mean, in terms of, because you were talking about the judge in his case is not playing. Judge, You said Judge Meadow doesn't play. He's a strong, fearless, yeah. serious jurist. Judge Mehta picked up this case, and Judge Mehta is the one who issued an, an opinion that said Donald Trump's conduct on January 6th is the very essence of conspiracy. Now, he said that in the context of the civil case where some Capitol Police officers and some members of Congress, Eric Swalwell and others, have brought a, a legal suit, a civil suit against Donald Trump for inciting the insurrection. But Judge Mehta is clear-eyed with respect to Trump's uh, responsibility for all this. So the fact that he will be the judge presiding over Navarro's case, look, Navarro is done. He, he is a foolish, foolish human being. He continues to go on Ari Melber's show and confess daily. So, you know, I, I don't think they need him to cooperate. I'd frankly rather see him, you know, as a Federal Bureau of uh, Prisons guest because I think that's where he belongs because he really, he really tried to kill our democracy with his... Green Bay sweep, which was a criminal scheme to overturn the election's results. Yeah. Um, so obviously uh, the latest, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, the witness list not yet complete, right? Uh, negotiations could result in the appearances of former Trump administration uh, officials that it could deal a blow to his supporters claims he had nothing to do with the riot. Um, so they're just, they've not nailed down a full slate of lit- witnesses, including the former acting attorney general who was serving uh, right when Bill Barr stepped down. So Jeffrey Rosen, and he has publicly stated the Justice Department did not find enough fraud to impact the election. They're trying to do, they're negotiating to get him to appear. So do you think that's going to happen? Uh, I think Rosen probably will appear. Uh, if it were me, I don't think I would want to put Bill Barr um, under oath and put him in front of the American people to testify because I don't trust his word. You know, when you put a really difficult witness on the stand, and that witness kind of begins to spin out of control. We actually call that spinning the prosecutor when the witness spins the prosecutor. Yeah. I think Bill Barr is so um, he, he's so deeply corrupt and has been since he was dubbed the cover up general by William Sapphire during Iran Contra during you know his his first go round as a corrupt attorney general. And we invited him back to corrupt the Department of Justice all over again. I don't trust him to answer the questions in the way the J6 committee members expect him to answer the questions. It would kind of like being uh, taking a Fox News host and putting him in the witness chair yeah. and hoping for the best. Yeah. I don't trust Bill Barr. Yeah. What about uh, so the head of um, Trump Secret Service has already sat down with the House uh, committees and he and provided as they're saying, valuable information. How much more do you think we're going to hear about all this? What was they were trying to do with Pence? And yeah, yeah go ahead. I, I speculated, Steph, that we probably know about 20 or 25 percent of the evidence that that evidence that's been publicly reported about what was really going on behind closed doors at the White House. And I really do think Jamie Raskin is not overselling it when he says it's going to blow the roof off the house. I think we're going to be riveted over the course of these six hearings. And it's disappointing, but not surprising that that Fox News is not going to carry it. But I do hope the J6 committee will also be 
sort of savvy enough in this day and age to put this stuff out there on every conceivable social media platform where other generations other than us old folk will actually get to see what's unfolding get it on tiktok get it wherever and and i i think they're intending to do all that well, I mean, I think that's what the big discussion is, just finally to get your take on people talking about Watergate. But again, we had three, remember, we had three channels. Everybody was watching it, right? And, and you can yeah. go back to other, you know, big trials like that. You're right. Fox, we, Nixon didn't have Fox News, didn't have right-wing radio. How, what do you expect from this? And do you think, as you just said, it's going to be so big that it will be able to overcome all that, this right-wing, you know, universe yeah. we have now? I expect three things. I expect that um, we're going to learn a whole lot that we don't know, and it's it's going to be shocking just how desperate Trump and company were to basically ignore the will of the American voters, undermine our Constitution and our democracy, and install Donald Trump as a dictator for a second term. If they succeeded there would be no future American elections. We'd pretty much be done. We'd be stuck with Putin or Kim Jong-un for goodness knows how long. You know, that struck me in the Judge Carter ruling is that about going outside judicial review, isn't it? Because they already lost 60 times. Mm-hmm. So they were like, all right, forget that. Forget the legal strategy. We're going to go with the illegal strategy now, basically, right? Yeah, that was brutal, that piece that you just read. And yeah. I didn't. I don't think I commented on it. But when a judge catches... A lawyer for the president saying, listen, listen, don't don't put this in court because we know it's wrong. We know the courts will shoot us down. You need to. And this is evidence that's coming out in Georgia, too, where the, you know, Trump campaign. Keep this quiet. In Georgia said, listen, listen, you have to hide this. And not only do you have to hide that you're you're fake electors saying Donald Trump won when Joe Biden won. When you go to the state house in Georgia, make sure you lie to security and tell them you're there to see your state senator, not that you're there to cast these dirty electoral votes for Donald Trump. This is the kind of stuff that, and here here is, I think, the most important thing that will come out of the J6 committee hearings, the public hearings. Yes, there's going to be legislation. Yes, there's going to be criminal referrals. But there is going to be so much pressure on the Department of Justice. And we're human. I served with 110,000 human beings at DOJ for decades. We're human. We can't help but but hear the outcry, the clamor. Once the American people see with our own eyes this dramatic evidence of crime and crime that we can prove beyond a reasonable doubt in court, that will accelerate. It will result in indictments dropping against Trump and company. I would bet a buck, my betting limit, that's going to happen. All right. I will go off into my summer nap tomorrow with those little dreams of yes. Justice Sugar Plums dancing in my head. Love you, Glenn. <laughs> See you when I Love get back. Love you, Steph. All right. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye.